Go, 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 Golden State Warriors. Welcome to another episode of the Brett Frost Podcast, the number one Golden State Warriors podcast in the Bay Area. I'm with my boy, Brandon J. Stovall. Dubs completed the sweep, beating the Cavaliers 108 to 85. Steph Curry. 37, 6, and 4. Kevin Durant, 2012, 10, triple dub. Stovall, what's your reaction to the dubs completing the sweep, claiming a dynasty, getting the repeat? Are you just speechless or what? I mean, I knew I knew that the Warriors were gonna beat the Cavs. Like, let's be honest. I predicted a sweep from the get-go. Dang, dang, dang. Got that correct? Uh, I'm not I, honestly. I'm not surprised. The only thing I'm surprised about is that game four was a blowout. Like I thought they would keep it close. I thought it would be in contention, but Jesus, man, that it got away quick. Like they're already celebrating the third quarter, man. It got away quick, man. I I figured the Cavs were gonna show up. Yeah, and like want to fight and want to play well for their home crowd. I figured LeBron would show a ton of grit and a ton of fight because it's his last game. I believe it's his last game that he's playing ever in Cleveland and so for him to go out like that in a blowout and a bad performance too I mean that I wasn't expecting that but you could kind of tell early after Iguodala hit those two threes Draymond hit that one three that oh man if they're knocking down threes this looks good you could tell the pace you know the really fast-paced game um so you could kind of tell early the Doves had in the bags and they were going to get the brooms out and complete the sweep and how how good how good does it feel, Stovall, to get that sweep? Unlike last year, where the Cavs forced it to five. Um, good, especially on their home court. Yeah, obviously you'd like to see it happen at Oracle, but you know we got one last year, um, and we all know that the Cavs took it at Oracle when they did. But it's just a good win. I mean, I just thought it was a good win. It was a good team win. Yeah, uh, you could tell Iguodala was really hitting the. You know, was really kind of in the zone too yep. in that in that last game. And just imagine if we would have had him against Houston, man. We probably would have beat Houston in five or six. Yeah, I not agree. seven. Like Draymond was saying, he's back in game five. He's saying we just have we haven't figured out. We haven't figured out right now. And then obviously we all know what happened with Iguodala, but it was good. Yeah, man, it was fun. Uh, so, what do you what did you think about Steph or uh, Steph Curry not winning his Finals MVP like we predicted, and get and Durant winning the Finals MVP? He lost with a vote count of seven to four. Yeah. Um, I mean, KD's numbers were pretty ridiculous. Just like the consistent. Honestly, this is probably the best basketball I've seen him play as a Warrior. Was- Durant or Steph. Uh, KD. Yeah, KD. Yeah, KD. This is the best basketball I've seen him play as a Warrior was this Cavs series. Um, he was very consistent with the exception of game one. Yeah. Um, we can forget about that one. But, I mean, shoot, man. It's not – To take over the way he did in game three and have 43 points on yeah. like 55% shooting, whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, he single-handedly took over. Like, yeah. Steph – I mean, after game three, you knew Steph wasn't going to win. You can't go one for ten from three and then win, you know, in one game and then win a finals right. finals MVP. So I kind of saw it coming. But, I mean, Steph had two games where he blew up, though, which was awesome. Yep. And he set the record. Uh, 
But again, dude, because I mean, after winning game three and going up 3-0, I mean, that was the biggest game of the series was game three. And that's the series Durant showed out. Yeah. It made it look easy, dude. He was, was like easy. effortless. I mean, even even that triple double uh looked effortless, man. And yep. Um see the, the good thing about the Warriors is like they don't play selfish basketball and they're they check their egos out the door. So frankly, I know it's like a huge debate, like the whole MVP trophy, but yeah. like at the end of the day, I really don't think they care too much. No, like, no, I, 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 no, they just, they just want the rings. I they mean, just did, want the rings. Did you see how yeah. excited Steph was? Like, they're all so excited. Yeah. They weren't worried about who's going to win finals MVP. I will say this, though. Finals MVP is the most important individual award in basketball. Yeah. Like, I don't think the regular season MVP means anything. Yeah. Like, I don't think it means anything, really. Like, because, I mean, after, all right, Westbrook averages a triple-double and then wins it, but then can't win. Well, he's win. padding his stats. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's about padding your stats. Yeah. Like, you pad your stats, and then you go to the playoffs, and you can't even win a series. Right. Like, who cares about the regular season MVP at this point? Like, win all the regular season MVPs you want, Harden and Westbrook. Like, keep winning your regular season MVPs. Like, we're talking banners. Yeah. We're talking championships, yeah. dude. When it comes down to it, they just want the rings, man. Like, you, you honestly – do you think they would trade – Obviously, do you think they'd trade a a championship ring for an MVP? No, no, obviously not. Exactly. Obviously not. I mean, you you play to win the game, so of all you play right. to hang banners. Uh, I think we're going to continue to hang banners. We're going to get into that in a little bit. Yep. But first of all, he he he. First of all, he went from getting snitched on to putting <laughs> a ring on. Swaggy P. Now he's calling himself himself Swaggy Champ or Swag Champ. How do you feel about Swaggy P coming off the airplane with a bottle in his hand, no shirt on? Swaggy P was the MVP of, <laughs> of celebrating party <laughs> of the after party. Let's <laughs> just say that. Um, obviously, the guy's stoked. I mean, yeah. Jesus, him and Jordan Bell, like, and he's not a young man, folks. Like, he's, no, he's early thirties. Right? Yeah, he's, so, I think he's thirty-three now. Yeah, um, he's been in the league for a long time. He has. He's gotten a lot of crap. Yeah, he's. Him and McGee. Him and McGee. They're kind of the butt of jokes, right? Exactly. (laughs) Got a lot of crap. But, I mean, obviously, he's riding high right now. Um, He's lit. As Steve Kerr said, I think Swaggy P got lit for the both of us. (laughs) Oh, Um, man. Man. But it's good. I mean, it's good to see, like, Nick Young, Jordan Bell, especially, you know, his whole rant that he had. Um, and then also, you know, Quinn Cook getting their their rings too, which is nice. Oh man, you're Quinn Cook. You go from being in the D League to then putting a ring on. Like yeah. that's pretty. Our G League, should I say? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, in produ- you know, producing, producing. Kevon Looney even yeah. producing. I mean, he's about to get paid. I don't. I don't think we can keep him, man. I think he's going to get paid somewhere. Yeah. Just because in the modern day NBA, the way he can guard one through five pretty well. He's probably going to get paid somewhere. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know, man. So that 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 leads us. Let's look at the other side, man. Let's look at the Cleveland Cavaliers, dude. And LeBron, was this his final game in Cleveland? Uh, yes. I would say yes, for sure. Um, what did you sit? What did you think about the broken hand? We need to touch on that. He apparently he punched a chalkboard and broke his hand after game one, and it was broken. He played with it broken in game two, three, and four. I can't tell if he was just BSing at the, like. I mean, I I saw the photos, and his hand was, like, swollen. But, like, to put the cast on right after you lost. And then if you see him, he was, like, high-fiving his kids and stuff and doing all these handshakes and, like. Getting up and throwing down with two hands. Yeah, I don't understand. With two hands and stuff. 
I feel like if you would have an irritant on your hand like that, you would want to play with some sort of thing. On you, it, yeah. Right? Yeah. You'd want to put something around like Clay did, you know, he busted his thumb and he had it wrapped up. Um, I don't know if like part of him just, I don't you know. Honestly, I don't he know. It's like thinking. a pity party. Yeah. Like a pity party at the end or maybe on the flip side, maybe he just didn't want people to think that his game is altered or anything like that because of, you know, he had something wrong with his hand and didn't really want to get into discussion with it. Who knows? Regardless, I, it wouldn't have mattered. I mean, we're going to sweep them anyways. Yeah. I mean, the last He could have had another hand and still, <laughs> still brought the broom. And, and can we, can we please, end, as a little side note, can we please end the Jordan LeBron discussion? I mean, Jordan would have never not shown up in a closeout game, dude. Yeah, I don't care. Twenty-three I, points. I mean, dude, he had he had twenty-three. Yeah, to have twenty-three points and only have your team only score eighty-five points, and you get blown out on your home floor like that. Yep. In a closeout game, like, let's just let's close just, that chapter. Can we end? I mean, I don't even. We don't even need to get back into about talk about twenty eleven and all that. Even we don't even need to get into that. We got into that in earlier episodes. Yeah. Let's just end the Jordan Go conversation. I don't even think we're going to talk about it on this podcast anymore. No. Um. But but keep but still leading with LeBron, and then we'll we'll move back on to the Warriors. Any early thoughts of where he goes? I know free agency hasn't started yet. Any or any, even if you don't want to say where where he's gonna go, because it's so hard to tell. Like, where do you think he should go, really quick? Uh, I think obviously he should stay in the East. Um, coming to the West would be a nightmare, especially for him. Um, I think he stays in the East, and I'm just gonna pull one out of the hat and say he goes to New York. New York. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, say man. somehow he lands in New York. That's wild. So that means him and someone else would have to land in New York, like him and Paul George or something. Yeah, like him and Paul George. I don't even know if that can happen. Maybe, Maybe even like Aaron Gordon. Or Aaron Gordon, something happens. I mean, dude, I don't know. I, th- I think the East would be – I mean, going to Philly would kind of make sense because you're in the East. Yeah. But Ben Simmons likes to handle the ball a lot. They're not – They got a good thing going. They have a good thing going. I don't know if you want LeBron in there because I don't think they're ready even with LeBron. I don't yeah. think they're ready. Yep. So I mean, basketball wise, though, either like I maybe San Antonio. Yeah, finally, that'd be interesting. Finally, team up with a good coach. Keep Kawhi Leonard there, Lamarcus Aldridge. Let Craig Popovich, you know, mix his magic potion together mm-hmm. and make something happen. Yeah, um, I, I think know. a lot of a lot. There's a lot of good young teams in the East that would be. I don't want to see him go to and kind of ruin that kind of chemistry. Um, yeah, like like the 76ers. Yeah. There was even like Boston rumors. Boston, and, yeah, that's a rumor. I honestly, Boston doesn't need to be touched at all. Their over and under is what sixty three, sixty three wins, sixty three and a half. I mean, just if I'm Danny Ainge, why don't you just ride with the boys you got? Like, let's see what we can do when we're fully healthy. Yeah, that's what I would do. That's yeah. what I would want to do. The Boston, Boston's gonna be kind of dangerous. Be, they're gonna be dangerous. They're gonna be dangerous. Uh, preseason pick, I'm going Boston, Golden State. Boston, Golden finals. State. What do you? How many? Do you think? I know we don't even know where LeBron is, but I still feel strongly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would say Boston. I'd either say Philly or Boston in the finals against the Dubs. Um, I think Boston might have the best record in the, in NBA. the NBA. Yeah, you're probably right. Because uh, the youth helps you in the regular season too. Exactly. Um, but speaking of youth and all that stuff, well, let's get back to the Dubs. What adjustments do we need to make in the off season? Like I was saying, we're probably going to lose Looney. Um, no, David West. Not sure if he retires or not. Not sure. Um, Zaza's probably gone. Zaza's gone. I, I think you're going to have to thin out the bigs and try to get a little more athletic. But I think at the same time, you need to bring in new blood. You need to bring in like 
you know, older vets that are hungry, that want to ring to mm -hmm. keep us hungry, to keep that fire yeah. in our bellies. Yeah. Cause especially if, you know, LeBron goes somewhere else in the West and they put a team together and like, let's say we don't have the best regular season. We end up being a three seed or mm -hmm. four seed. I don't want that to happen, man. So I think having the older vets, people to keep us motivated can keep us in that two seed spot, right. which is where I want to be. Right. Yeah. Um, they're, they're definitely going to thin out their bench. Yeah. It's just going to be interesting to see who they who they give the final cut to. They're going to have to go after some some more guards. Um, but I don't know. It's just, I mean, there's people out there that are wanting to come to the Warriors. You know what I mean? Like there's people out there, especially veterans, that rumor, saying. Trevor Ariza, how do you feel about that rumor? He would fit in pretty well. I just don't know if he would do it. Like you hear him talk after the, you know, the Houston series, like his interviews. And he sounds like he's Houston hard right now. Um, yeah. so I don't know. It'd just be kind of interesting to see, but I think he would fit in really well. But, uh, uh, we do have the 28th pick in the draft too. I will yes. see if we move that pick. I know we're high on the Boston college guard. I, I didn't even see him play to be honest. No. Um, and I know we're big on the Villanova guard, that Jalen Brunson guy. We'll see, you know, we'll see what moves we make. I think we got to look at the three spot, dude. Try to get a long, lengthy, athletic, small forward and, like, help yeah. develop him and maybe turn him into a good, like, 3 and D player. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's what I think we should try to do with that pick or move the pick. Um, or buy it for $2 million. <laughs> or, or, buy, or buy it, you know, trade the pick and some money to move up or something. Exactly. Or pull um, last year heroics and, you know, purchase the Bulls pick. And, and get clearly, clearly Bob Myers knows how to pick. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. the way he's constructed this team and, like, People talk about, you know, Durant signing here and all this stuff. But, I mean, other than that, this team was built. This yep. team was straight drafted and built. And it just starts at the top, man, with Joe Lacob and Peter Goober. They're willing to spend money. Like, you got to be willing to spend money to win. Yeah. And the Warriors are willing to do that. I mean, I love this squad. If you would have told me, Soval, nine years ago, <laughs> when we were going to the games – getting Jamal Crawford's autograph, <laughs> Anthony Randolph's autograph, Ronnie Turioff's autograph. You yeah. would have told me nine years from 09 that we would have three championships and a dynasty and we're looking to go for a three-peat with yeah. Kevin Durant on our squad. I would have thought you were mentally insane. Yeah. I didn't think we could have gotten there with Ike Diagu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I agree. This is nuts. Like, if you're – as a Warriors fan – like we, I mean, we remember going to the games, you know, when it was $25 for a, a ticket, you get a, a drink, you get a hot dog and you get a bag of chips, <laughs> 25 bucks. Like those were the days, but of what, what 20 wins we had like, we had like three or four seasons in a row where we had 20 to 25 wins. Like Jesus, as a Warriors fan right now, you got to be excited. You know, what's impressive too about this Warriors team is like, what we were able to accomplish without any top five picks. Yeah. Like people don't understand that. Like, like this Cleveland Cavaliers team, what had three number one overall picks in like a 10 year span. Yep. Or like something insane like that, dude, like a 10 year span of three number one overall picks. We didn't even have a top five pick. Yeah. Like, how can you hate on this team? Like, exactly. It's just, it's just being smart, like being intelligent, like, that's basically how we got to where we got to. We were willing to spend money. Yep. We made the right decisions. We had played unselfishly. We made the right coaching decision. Dude, just, just getting rid of Monte Ellis. 
Do you remember when we got rid of Monte Ellis and how the fan base was pissed and upset about that? Yep. Brought in Bogut. That was the right move. Getting rid of Mark Jackson. That had so much backlash. Do you remember how how bashed Joe Lacob got? Oh yeah. After that, and to bring he, got, he was getting booed. He was getting booed. Yeah. He was coming out there at half court, getting booed by the entire fan base. Like, geez. But I mean, that was like they didn't, you know, their fans. We didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know, man. We, we didn't, didn't know. See, we didn't see. We the didn't vision, see the video. That, <laughs> yeah. That's why Joe Lacob sitting where he's sitting so long. Exactly. We're sitting over here recording this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously. But um, anyways, man, is there anything else you want to touch on, you know, leading to the draft, to free agency, post-championship, parade tomorrow? Parade tomorrow. Um, any predictions who the MVP of the parade is going to be? Oh, man. So so I don't, last year it was Clay Thompson. The first year it was Draymond Green. Yep. This year I'm going to say Swaggy P. Swaggy I think Swaggy P is the favorite, and I'm going to roll with the favorite, Snowball. <laughs> I'm going to go Bob Myers. <laughs> Bobby, you heard it here. 2018 Warriors Parade, Bob Myers MVP. Oh man, dude, I, that's not a bad pick. He's so good with the mic, man. He has these like little stories he tells. Oh yeah, here, and oh, he's yeah. just so witty and like good with the mic. So, anyways, guys, catch us next. I mean, stay tuned. Stay tuned. We're gonna we're gonna have free agency episodes. We're gonna talk about the NBA draft post and past uh, reaction. I'm gonna have other people come on. Send us questions if there's anything else you guys want us to talk about. But stay tuned for next year. All right. We're looking at the repeat. We're looking to continue the dynasty. Let's keep the core together. Let's extend Clay's and Draymond's contracts if we can. Who else would you like to see in a Warriors uni? Let us know. Let us know. Comment, subscribe, follow me on Instagram at frost.brett. This is the Brett Frost Podcast. This is the number one Golden State Warriors podcast in the Bay Area. Dub Nation, we did it. We did it, guys.